Welcome to another Wolfpack Live. It's been a little bit, but we got some stuff to talk to uh, talk about today. We uh, are coming off uh, a huge um, UFC 297 battle uh, for the championship, and uh, we also had playoff weekend. So today we've got Rowan and we've got Lionel uh, to talk some UFC with me, Mr. Cooper, and uh, let's get things kicked off. How are we doing today, Rowan? Good. Lionel? Kind of sleepy, but I'm good. A little sleepy, but you're here. That's all that matters. Yep. You got a, a, a fresh uh, fresh uh, hairdo going yep. on. That's right. Some braids. All braided up, looking yep. good. And uh, Rowan's got the, the locks flowing today. So um, we had Duplessis versus Strickland up in Toronto, Canada. And um, that was that was the main event. It was a co-main event, right, Rowan? Sean Strickland versus Drickus? Yeah. No, that was the main event. That's why you're here, to correct me. <laughs> <laughs> so so we have Drickus, or however you want to pronounce it, Duplessis versus Strickland. And um, I have some mixed feelings on that fight. Uh, as far as things go, I heard Dana White's post conference, post interview conference, before I watched the fight. And I'll talk about that in a second. But what are our initial impressions about uh, Drickus Duplessis winning that title uh, off of Sean Strickland? Leonel, what do you think? So right when the final bell rang, I said that Duplessis won. I, for me, it was pretty clear. It was three rounds to two. I thought he won, even though I was going for Strickland to win. However, after the fight, there was a lot of comments, even from Dana White, the UFC president, saying that he thought that Duplessis lost. So, I'm happy for Duplessis, but when you win a belt and it's in controversy, it kind of takes away from the moment, to be honest. Okay, it does take away from that moment. I'll I'll give you my opinion in a second, uh, and especially about Dana White's comments. Um, uh, But hey, I mean, it's his ball, right? It's his ball, so he could say whatever he wants. Uh, Rowan, what did you think about Duplessis uh, taking the title? A little bit salty, because Sean Strickland's American, and uh, he represents America like crazy. So I was a little bit salty as soon as he won. I kind of turned off the stream, but... (laughs) Um... You were streaming? You didn't get the actual pay-per-view? No. Uh, I, <laughs> yes, you you did, right? Off of ESPN Plus yep, pay-per-view. ESPN Plus pay-per-view. I bought it. And um, I honestly don't know who won that fight. People say Strickland won that fight. People say Drickus won. I honestly have no clue. You know what? That's such a hard fight to score. I think I think it was hard, and and I'll take you through you know my whole process of of watching it, analyzing it, and stuff like that. So Dana White made the important comments. He said, in my opinion, he said, if if you're the champion, you have to take it from the champion. Did you guys hear that? Yes. Yeah. So he says you have to take it from the champion. All right. So I'm like, well, by the way, I wanted Strickland too because. Yes, he's an American, and um, I don't know, he's a pretty cool dude, if you ask me. Um, but um, so with that, I'm like, okay, let's check this out, because Dana White said, I saw two rounds for Strickland, I saw three and four for Duplessis, and he thought that Strickland took the fifth round, correct? Yes, he said that. I thought he's, Strickland won the fifth round. You think he won the fifth round? All right. And the first. And the first? The other ones, those are the ones that... So you saw two, three, four is what you're saying. I don't know who won two, three, or four. Because 
Okay. Well, I'll tell you what. I was looking at it, and the way I saw it, yeah, Strickland first round. But you know how Dana White says you have to take it? I'll tell you what. Sean Strickland, you can't just stand in there. I, I, like When we, in our journalism class, we went over the different ways that an MMA bout is scored. You tell me who brought the fight. Do you do you, I feel that once Duplessis found that range, he started to decide, I'm going to come in. I'm going to come in and bring the fight. If you saw Strickland, we know he kind of fights off that back foot. He, you know, is in that, what were they called? The Philly shell? Philly the Philly shell. shell. But you know what? It, it, it's Everything seemed to be either a counter jab, uh, maybe, you know, counter and... I mean, yes, that is somewhat of an offense, but I found Duplessis to be the aggressor. I saw Duplessis. I don't know what you can do with the Sean Strickland style. Like, it's always going to be that. It's always going to be that fight, and he's going to be consistent. He's not going to lose it, but you know what? He definitely didn't win it. I think I think what what decided the decision for Duplessis was the takedowns. He had, I believe, six takedowns. But if you look at the control time, it was like two minutes. Like in between six takedowns, but you only have two minutes of control. So this is where the controversy begins. Does a takedown count more than a defendant takedown? Or you get taken down and you get right back up. What counts more? Because if we're talking about you get taken down and get right back up, you got to give props to Strickland. He did get back up quite you know, fast in most takedowns. Because, but if you're looking at the other point of view, if you get a takedown, that counts more. Then six takedowns is enough for Drinkers to win. Well, I'll tell you what. I totally agree with you. I was looking at takedowns, and, and when we saw that stat, right, you're like, oh, six takedowns. It makes me already like want to say that that stat, the takedown stat, is irrelevant. Or just like you said, you know what the stat should be? Did, did, did the guy get up right after it? Because you know what? A takedown in which a guy gets up within a minute is almost like a whiffed punch, right? And it's like, you know, I saw it and it's like, all right, that is your game. We know Sean Strickland's game. I mean, Duplessis, (laughs) they got to fight again. They have to. I think Izzy does not deserve that rematch. I mean, he already got his rematch against Alex Pereira. I mean, he won, but I don't think he deserves it against no, no, um, now, now we got, uh, correct me if I'm, uh, correct me, uh, so, so you said Adesanya draw, or beats Pereira, right? So, what do you think next is next for Duplessis? I mean, if you look at the top five Melby rankings, it's not really a clear contender. Izzy said he's retired, quote-unquote. right. Uh, Strickland just lost. I believe Robert Whitaker is on the rankings, but he just lost to the Plessis. Uh, I believe Martin Vittori is ranked number five. He's already have a, uh, he already has a fight booked. He drops there's, every big fight. And there's another someone on the on the rankings, but I forget who. This is not really a clear contender, so it's difficult to say who he should fight next. I think we should wait out to see how some future middleweight fights play out. But meanwhile, uh, you know, Duplessis and Strickland probably want some money. 
That's true. And, <laughs> right? and if, if you're looking at, at the point of view of it was a somewhat controversial fight, then, you know, I think the best option right now is maybe a, a rematch. Strickland versus Duplessis again. I know uh, Dana White said that uh, that's probably not going to happen. And that's what makes it so difficult. Because if, if Dana White said it, it's, just, it's not going to be. So, like, who, who's next? It's not really a clear contender. Do you put uh, Pereira against... Uh, Duplessis? I mean, he did say, because he moved up to light heavyweight, he did say that maybe he's looking to go back down a middleweight, but... What do you think of that, Rowan? Pereira said he will maybe go back down to middleweight on his Twitter. I saw that. Or X, I should say. Mm-hmm. Um, but Drick uh, has said when he won the belt, uh, during the pre-fight press conference, he said he will go up and try to fight the... Alex Pereira for the light heavyweight belt. But Is that maybe UFC 300? Well, that'd be a good fight. Um, do you think it'll be a good fight? That'd you be really a good do? Fight. I think Pereira destroys him. Pereira oh, yeah, him easy. under two rounds. <laughs> easily. So, you mean a good massacre? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it'll be entertaining. That's, that's, that's a better way. Entertaining. I, I also saw, uh, which which then would make, you know, Drickus versus Strickland make sense. Right? As long as Strickland would win whoever he fought against. I'd love to see him fight Vittori. Vittori just talks and talks. But, I mean, everybody does anymore, But right? But, um, you know, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Dana, Dana White said that uh, he has – he's not ready to announce uh, the main event for 300, but will be shortly. So, you know, I, do I think Duplessis versus Pereira would – would warrant a main event? I mean, I think you have to look at the the fact that the place just fought, and if you look at his eye, it's mm. pretty banged up. So mm. UFC is right. UFC three hundred is right on the corner. I don't, you know, I don't see it happening because. If you look at the plastic, the plastic face, it's pretty banged up. Yeah, you're right. You're right about that. Yeah, well, we'll see about that. Also, uh, uh, Raquel Pennington um, beats Buena Sil- Silva. Yes. Uh, what did you think of that fight, Rowan? Because you're, you're the one who has the most research on that one. <laughs> it was a pretty good fight. You know, Raquel, I think, rocked her like once or twice in the third round or second round, one of those rounds. Um, But, yeah, I'm... I'm looking forward to see the future of the division. Were you surprised? A little bit, yeah. Because everyone thought Mayor Bruno Silva was going to just run through Raquel, and that didn't happen. So. You know, I thought that too, but then I saw the uh, the face-off, and I'm like, wow, Raquel's pretty big. She looked big. She looked big against uh, Bruno Silva. But um, hey, congrats to her and, um, and a decent card. Well... We're going to get someone off the bench. He's not usually used to uh, coming off the bench. Uh, he's, he's, uh, he's, he's the leading tackler, I believe, on the Wolfpack. If not, he's got a lot of tackles, all right, and he's had a great year. And it's great to have him back to talk some NFL. We got Max Greger coming in, so whoever wants to give up that seat, feel free to do so because we had, um, we had a wild weekend. I mean, it's what you expect all the time. Uh, but I don't think um, uh, the NFL disappointed uh, this weekend. Welcome, Max. How you doing? I'm doing pretty well. Thanks for having me again. Oh, absolutely. It's great having you. Now, um, I, he's not hiding his um, affinity for a certain team here, uh, and we'll get to that. But, um, Max, tell me what you thought about this whole weekend. I thought it was a great weekend of football. 
Other than uh, the Texans-Ravens, that was a little bit of a blowout like towards the end there. It was good for a little bit. But uh, starting off with that uh, that Packers-Niners game, that, that was a real good one. That was a good one. Were, were you surprised uh, with the Packers against uh, 49ers this weekend? Were you surprised with how close that was? I was actually because I felt like the Packers were really in control of that game. It's just the 49ers, they, uh, like they got hot at the right time. Of course, that missed field goal uh, hurt them a little bit. You know, the, the 49ers, they escaped. They really did. They escaped in that game. And I said earlier that Jordan Love was going to be the future. When did I say that? I'll tell you when I said it. When they played the Kansas City Chiefs this year. Did you see yeah. that game? Yeah. Yeah, they won that one, right? They won that one, and I was surprised how he was carving up the Chiefs. And as we saw this weekend, the Chiefs' defense is, is you know, it's no no slouch. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, they really bottled things up there. But Jordan, Jordan Love and the pack, I'll tell you what, watch out for them. I really would have loved to have seen – Green Bay versus Detroit in Detroit. That would have been great because you look at some fan bases that are starving. You know, Buffalo is starving for the next level. Detroit's, you know, I mean, they they got two great wins in their stadium. Good for them. Um, but, um, but the pack versus them would have been nice, you know, that old black and blue division. But... Um, I was surprised with with the Green Bay matchup. I really thought that San Francisco was just going to run it up on them, and it wasn't the case. What did you think of Brock Purdy? I thought Brock Purdy he did uh, he did all right. I mean, usually he would uh, he do a little bit better, but I mean, when it counted the most, you got to give him credit though because he he stepped up like towards the end there. I think so. I think you're right. Um, I mean, it's really hard to win, you know, those pressure games. Um, however, I think uh, I think the Packers did more to lose it than the Niners yeah. did to win it. Mm-hmm. You know, Lionel, what what game did you catch? I'll be honest, almost none. So you're here. You're here for the ride. What was the last game? The last game was it? Uh, that that was the Bills? the Bills Chiefs. I watched a little bit of that one. Um. It looked pretty good. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not as familiar with football. Don't get me wrong. I love it. I love to play like street football. If you know what I mean. But I'm not really like. I watch it, but I don't follow it. If that makes sense. You know what I mean. Well, I. I uh... I can sit down, like I said, I could sit down on a, a day in London at 10 a.m. and watch until 11 o'clock at night. Um, that's 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 me. I, I love it, you know. Yeah, don't don't, don't get me wrong. It's amazing. It, yeah. It's, it's an, I was watching an interview um, this morning between um, Max Crosby, which I believe is a Raider, Raider, fan, Raider player and uh, former middleweight champion Sean Strickland. And they were talking about like, the things in common between football and being a MMA fighter and the toughness you need and the and the dedication and you're addicted to it because it's just an addicting thing to do and they're both good in the respective um the respective playing field. That sounds like a good interview that I'd like to catch. So I'll probably do that on a prep period as well as correcting papers. But anyhow, um, the game of the the game of the weekend. It had to have been the Buffalo Bills and the Kansas City Chiefs. And, you know, you had you had the people getting $20 an hour and a hot meal, cleaning the place out, only to see heartbreak. 
You're wearing the Kansas City Chiefs hoodie. Tell me everything and all of your impressions about that game, Max, as you were watching it. Well, I started uh, when the game started, and they were the Bills were kind of running it down the Chiefs' throat a little bit. Like I was getting nervous because they were getting like five, six yards of pop on each run, and the Chiefs they were kind of matching them blow for blow, but they were a little less uh, explosive. Really, it was kind of a slower pace first half for the most part, but then. Uh, when the Chiefs offense, when they started clicking and like getting everybody involved and the defense was uh, tightening up a little bit, that's really when uh, like the momentum changed and everything. Yeah, you know, it seems, you know, there was just less pressure, just less pressure on Pat Mahomes. And, you know, he, he delivered. I mean, you've got a home game. You've lost twice in the playoffs to him, you know, speaking from, you know, Josh Allen's perspective. All the pressure's on you to take him to this next level. Now, I'm going to tell you something else, though, Max. What annoyed me? Because I was pulling for the Bills. Who's going to get the blame? Here's who's going to get the blame. You're going to have Tyler Bass get the blame, right, for wide right again in Buffalo. You're going to have Josh Allen, maybe. You're going to have Stefan Diggs, right, who he dropped. He dropped that big bomb, which was just, that was an amazing throw. Um, he also uh, was wide open, though on the missed touchdown pass that instead of kind of checking it down, you know, seven yards and getting the first Josh Allen with like two minutes left decides to go in the end zone. I don't know why that's a good idea, by the way, either. You really want to give Pat Mahomes two minutes to work? Yeah. I I disagree with that. But I'll tell you what I disagree with. I I feel that the blame, okay, you, you fired a man, Ken Dorsey, for offensive coordinator, and then you put this new guy in there. I've had it with these announcers, you know, just, you know, saying, oh, Dan Quinn, great. He gets score run up on him. Joe Brady, how great. Now, the Bills, to me, underachieved, and I don't think it was Ken Dorsey. I think it was fumbles. I think it was lack of execution. Josh Allen making some bad decisions. So they put this new guy, this this Joe Brady in the future. And and you know, I mean, it's 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 not good, you know, tearing people down, but they put him up on such a pedestal and you're down 3 points with 10 minutes in the fourth and you decide that you're going to go two runs. I, I I know you said, "Hey, they were running down, the the run was working, but things started to tighten up there as far as the Chiefs making those decisions." You've got arguably, you know, tied with, you know, Pat Mahomes, the best quarterback, a guy who has an arm. You've got there because of Josh Allen, not because of James Cook. You've got Stefan Diggs. You've got all these guys, all of these weapons, and you now put more pressure on a third down because of two runs to get that. And then what are you doing? You're punting. And then, you know, I, I mean, MVP of the game to me, I mean, Pat Mahomes, of course, but Isaiah Pacheco. Oh, yeah. This is a guy who's running hard the whole time. But I just feel that the play calling on the offense of the Bills, everybody looks at last drives. But you didn't see the second last drive, the third last drive that to me were just poor, poorly drawn up. And that fake punt, too, on their their own 30-yard line. They got bailed out with that one. How did I not talk about that? Exactly. They did get bailed out in an amazing – let me ask you this, Max. When he fumbled it through that end zone, 
did you think, oh, that's it. They're going to lose. I just, I don't know. I was thinking, like, once that fake point happened, I was like, all right, they're, like, totally winning this game. I mean, it was, I didn't think they were going to lose, but I knew it was, the Chiefs certainly weren't going to win it, like, for sure anymore at that point. That was my, uh, I thought of things. Yeah, and I'll tell you what, even that, let's say, I've seen special teams plays. I, I believe that Wilkesbury area probably has a better trick play for a punt than what was drawn up by the Bills. That was awful. Yeah. Just a regular snapback, and uh, how many yards was it? Was it, was it seven? It was fourth and five. Fourth and five. It wasn't like uh, one or two. Awful. Hmm. What are you doing? And now we're going to blame it on a kicker. We're going to blame it on, on uh, uh, you know, Josh Allen. I'll tell you what. I saw that kick, and the minute it got off, it looked like it was going to go right down the middle, didn't it? Yeah. And then all the weather. I mean, maybe it was windy or something. Welcome to Buffalo, right? But that was another classic. But, I mean, that that's your Brady, right? That's your Brady versus Manning. Yeah. And who dominated that? Brady. And who dominates this? Mahomes. Um, you know, I like Pat Mahomes. I could do without the whole, you know, upper section that watches him. Oh, oh yes. Yes. Every <laughs> touchdown, we're looking up there. I, I, I think that is what makes almost every man and, um, you know, supporter of NFL say, all right, I'm done with NFL. I'm done with the Chiefs. I'm done with the Chiefs because of some of the Swifties, you know, and yeah. everybody's like, oh, I love the Swifties. I, I don't. I'm sorry. I don't. I don't know how you stand on that, Max, but I could uh, I could go without him, I guess. <laughs> yeah. And then then you saw Jason Kelsey, right? Yeah. I had no problem with him. He was I don't know if he knows where he's at this morning, though. Uh, uh, yeah. But you know what got me about him? You're you're I get it. You're having your fun. I think it's it's him being a character. You know, not necessarily being himself, you know, but, uh, you know, you didn't want to do an interview at the end of your game. You don't want to do whatever, you know, you want to be introverted and now you want to be, you know, the center of attention in the booth. Whatever, whatever. (laughs) See, that's, that's why, like, I love Mahomes. I love Mahomes. Um, but everything around him, I don't, I don't know if I'm too much of a fan, but, uh, the chiefs, they looked great. (laughs) Let's go over some predictions. Uh, Let's go. Um, we got Kansas City versus Baltimore. What's your prediction on that, Max? I think it's going to be a real close one, but I think this this just seems like it's the Ravens' year. Like they've been dominating since the start, and uh, their offense, defense, they uh, they complement each other really nice. So I think the Ravens are going to squeak out a win. Yeah, that that'll be interesting. Uh, again, who's got the pressure on them? I'd say Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson. Yeah. So we'll see how that goes. Leonel, what do you think? Who are you pulling for? Ravens or Chiefs? Purple or red? Who's, who's best? I mean, Ravens are the one seed, so. I'll say Ravens because he said Ravens. All right. Uh, I'm going to probably be rooting for the Chiefs. I'm going to be rooting for the Chiefs. Not the Swifties. Not the Kelseys. Um, uh, not Mrs. Mahomes, but the Chiefs and Pat Mahomes. All right. Uh, I, I I don't know if they win that. I mean, man, that defense is good. Like you said, complimentary football for the Ravens. Uh, I'm going to f- – I don't know how they're going to do it. I think they'll find some way because Pat Mahomes has got less pressure and he can sling. Um, uh, Lamar looked shaky at some times, uh, so we'll see what happens. I'm going to go Chiefs. Uh, and then we got over in the NFC, we got Detroit. 
Detroit. You know, a remarkable year. Going to San Fran. Who do you got in that? Uh, that's tough because I mean the Lions they're they're running on like emotions and everything and their their offense is it's real good but I think the 49ers I think they're going to pull that one out. What do you think, Leonel? So I saw Eminem uh post that he was going for the Lions. Yeah. So I'm going to pick them to lose. Pick them to Oh, you're anti Eminem? Not anti, but like I, I I think Eminem is trying to stay relevant a little bit too long. Like, well, like, like, like you had your time, so because of that, I'm going. But he's always claimed Detroit. He's always claimed it. That, that's what I'm saying. So, you know. And you know what? I'm 41, so I'm going with Eminem, and I'm going with Detroit. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know how they're going to do it, but I just know Brock looked a little shaky. Uh, I'm going to tell you what. If you want to win, I think Blitz, Blitz, Blitz. Mm-hmm. So we'll see what happens. Max, it was great having you back here. Thanks for your time. Leonel, thank you. Yep. Rowan, thank you as well. And our audio man who makes things happen, Mr. Paul Sable. And for Mr. Cooper, thanks for listening to Wolfpack Live. Have a good one. <laughs>